here we go. All right, and uh, welcome to the Coach Haas Podcast, powered by Fit Life Performance Training. Um, today we have a special guest on. This is my buddy Ryan Connor. I'm going to let him do all of his formal introductions here. Um, but going back to uh, what makes you tick, um, that's really kind of been the, the, the main question that I've been using lately on uh, then I've kind of built a bunch of different questions off of that but uh, without any further ado I'm gonna have uh, Ryan introduce himself here go ahead Ryan hey guys this is Ryan Connor here just want to say thanks to coach Haas for putting me on the podcast today um, as far as my training experience I've been here about four or five years started out as an intern and now I am a sports performance coach uh, working with our athletes here and a little bit of adult clients as well. Uh, and why do you? All right, let's start here. Um, so your professional title was is what here? Sports performance coach. And how long have you been doing this? It's been about five years now in August. Okay. Why do you do this, Ryan? I do this to give athletes that. Uh, extra edge, the edge that I didn't have when I was an athlete, and um, try to allow them to figure out how to enhance their speed uh, in according to what they can already do or want to do in the future. Gotcha. And kind of to go right into that that first topic there uh, of speed, we've kind of coined the uh, the phrase here, the speed dweeb, um, because that is your specialty. Um, so kind of talk to us a little bit about what you're doing with some of the clients with with the the speed aspect yeah so our speed aspect is really a three-part approach there is a mobility portion to allow our bodies to be in the right positions and there is a skill development or acceleration is a skill development section where we work on the skill of acceleration and we perfect certain aspects of that from a mechanical standpoint and then the third being strength or force production how much how hard we can press into the ground how fast we can get off of the ground two of the main elements of speed excellent um so talking like let's break down speed a little bit here i mean i don't know how long we'll be able to go with this podcast but let's just you know let's let's see what we can do here um so if i was to break down speed into like neuromuscular like physical um i would say five different things agree with me or disagree Mm. one being acceleration your first step quickness um two being deceleration three transition or change of direction four being top end or your max speed and five being speed endurance yes be missing anything there nothing at all okay okay so let's let's break them down just a little bit here and let's talk first one there acceleration okay or first step quickness yeah so acceleration would just be zero to 60 think about like zero to 60 same thing that happens in a car you press on the gas either have something available or you don't bingo all right good give me your description of deceleration deceleration so this to me is the new king of speed to me more than anything and why The reason for that is if you look at certain sports, I'll take an example of a football wide receiver. Um, It applies to a lot of positions, a lot of of sports too, but just using that example, in order to get into your break, in order to change directions, you have to decelerate. 
if you decelerate faster than the person next to you, you can accelerate faster than the person next to you. So breaking down the deceleration part can assist you in your acceleration in a big way. Gotcha. So learning how to stop is almost more important than learning how to if, accelerate. If we were going to order it, I would say deceleration number one. Gotcha. Gotcha. I would say, and this is how I kind of explain it to the kids as I go through, it's, it's like having the Porsche without brakes. Yeah. It's great that you can go fast, but if you can't stop, then there's yeah. really no sense in having that speed. So, And that's a great analogy for kids because you can ask them, you know, what's the most important part of a race car? Uh, the engine or, right, or right, this, the right, suspension. Right. Well, it's actually the brakes. It's actually the brakes, right. <laughs> yeah. If you can't stop, then there's no point there's no going, point going, going anywhere. Right, right. Hour, yeah. right. Um, all right, let's see. Next one, uh, transition or change of direction. Yeah, so transition is... I think the number one piece of transitional speed is actually injury prevention. So making sure that those knees don't twist while your hips move, making sure you're resistant to the shear forces, lateral, linear, things like that. So I think for change direction or, or transitional, if we want to use that word, which I love, mm-hmm. um, transitional would be more resiliency to being dragged one direction or the other. Gotcha. Um, I know that obviously this is a podcast, but give me a, 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 an example of transitional. Uh, transitional would be maybe we are decelerating. It always comes back to that. Mm-hmm. And you could take this example for soccer. Um, ball gets kicked back over your head. So you're done accelerating. You have to decelerate, get your feet back underneath you, and reaccelerate the other direction. Yeah, the direction. Completely the other direction. Gotcha. So any time we're talking about transition is a complete shift of a certain amount of degrees one way or the other. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Now I know we're getting into two of your favorites here, which is top end speed or max speed. Yes. Yeah. So the max speed, uh, the main importance of the max speed is there's always that speed reserve that an athlete can dip into. Gotcha. So without that reserve, it's almost like you want to have that first. You can think about that in traditional linear periodization where you build the base of the pyramid work your way up to the top. The bigger base you have, the better better off you'll be or the higher your peak is. Gotcha. Gotcha. So for a speed reserve standpoint, that's kind of the base of your pyramid. You can always fall back on that speed reserve. Interesting. All right. And then um, the last one here we have is speed endurance. Yes. Another, if we're going back to soccer, another huge one. Um, if you looked at some of the recent stats of how far the teams were running over the World Cup and how mm-hmm. some teams were running further than others, yes, those guys were not slowing down and running further than others. Right. So that tells you all you need to know right there. Now, how would you, um, putting you on the spot here, how would you train for speed endurance? What would, what would be a, just a quick example of like what would you do? So the speed endurance aspect is super tricky because if we get into too much just distance and just accumulating volume from a distance perspective that doesn't always have the best carryover to our muscles um so if you think about different ways to do that different ways to provoke that energy system because it all comes back to the energy system right it's not as smart as we really think it is it doesn't really know exercise to exercise so there could be other ways to attack that and not necessarily from a interval training standpoint, that's pretty popular to kind of mm-hmm. get into those energy systems, burst and recover, things like that. Um, but you can still do some long, long-term 
energy system development without necessarily the, not really the impact of distance running, more of the physiological changes that'll go through your body from gotcha. too much distance running. Gotcha, gotcha. The body starts to break down at that point, really. Uh, you'll break down, you'll transition your muscle fiber types a little bit if you do too much of it. Um, and if we're talking about power athletes, that's literally the last thing that can happen. Gotcha. Okay. All right, so I, I mean, uh, let's go with where are you living these days on social media? Uh, you can find me mostly on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Coach R. Connor, C-O-N-N-O-R. Um, that's where I interact with pretty much anyone I can. Okay. Um, do you have anything on YouTube or LinkedIn? No YouTube channel yet. Uh, that might be something I, I look towards in the future. Um, just being able to provide a longer video is extremely powerful. Gotcha. So that would be definitely something I'm looking to incorporate in the future. Gotcha. All right. And then I have three other questions for you here. Uh, first one being... What keeps you up at night right now? What keeps me up at night is uh, always being, always feeling like I'm behind. Uh, I never really want to get to the point where I'm comfortable with where I am as a trainer. Um, so what keeps me up is n at night is knowing that other people might be studying or working as hard to develop as much as I am. Gotcha. Awesome. So if you look at that from an athlete standpoint, it goes the same way. Maybe That's they're working right. a little bit harder. So That's as right. a coach, I'm going to want to work a little bit While harder. While you're sleeping, too. somebody else is out there working. Yep. That's it. Always. That's it. All right. Let's see. Number two, what are some of your success habits? Now, I work with you on a daily basis, so I kind of know some of these, th these things and some of the newer things that you've kind of gotten into. So kind of talk a little bit about some of your success habits right now. Okay, from uh, from a coaching standpoint or yeah. training. Yeah, we'll 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 do a little bit of coaching and then personal. Where you at personally with some of your success habits? Okay, so some of the habits um, for me personally, I guess I'll just start there because it's on my mind after the last question mm -hmm. is just making sure that I'm spending at least an hour of my day improving as a coach. Gotcha. Number one. Okay. Um, from a success standpoint, here it's. Um, it all has to do with speed. Mm -hmm. Someone feels faster. They usually are. You can always rely on a stopwatch. Stopwatch doesn't lie. Numbers don't lie. Mm -hmm. um, but from a success standpoint, I think it's getting an athlete to feel like they are faster is a success to me. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Let's see. The next one would be, what is your biggest obsession right now? What are you obsessed with? The biggest obsession would probably be how much or how little um, strength training is important and its importance in speed. So finding that finding that um, that even balance where you're not spending too much time on it. They are an athlete first. They're not a power lifter or a bodybuilder first. So getting getting them to enhance the right part of their body in order to elevate their speed is 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 the obvious end goal but um balancing out how much strength it really takes to do that um not just from a speed standpoint but from an injury prevention as well is the biggest kind of battle going on inside gotcha. me constantly gotcha <laughs> yeah i hear you i hear you um well listen i know we um 
we we see one another on a daily basis, but we, there's a lot more that I would like to ask you. And I think that what I want to do is I'm going to start to put together some things here, uh, some topics, and really start to hit them there and really uh, dig into your brain because I think that you bring a lot of knowledge and value to Fit Life. Uh, so, um, you know, again, I see you on a daily basis training, so I enjoy and I appreciate the work that you put in. So thank you for coming on, and uh, hopefully we'll have you on again soon. Sounds good. Whenever you want, Joe. Thank you. Awesome. All right, we're out.